Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team radio show hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and Pastor Lenora Godfrey. I am your host, Oris Ridley, and we just want to welcome you to our show today. Hello. Hello. We thank you for being with us at whatever point of the day you are in. If you're driving home, going to work, going to church, wherever you you are, we just appreciate you um, listening in today. Um, For the past couple of shows, we've been talking about (coughs) vision and um, in the in the word in Habakkuk 2 2 it says write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it and we've been talking about the husband being the vision keeper because God and help me out here guys sure. God gave Adam the vision yes before Eve correct we believe that's implied okay (laughs) and so being that he gave it to Adam he was supposed to pass it on to to Eve to Eve absolutely so here in their workbook if you've never joined us before they have a study workbook in here they have um husband being the vision keeper and the wife being the vision administrator Yes. So, can we talk a little bit about that? Out here in in their workbook, it says, since Adam was created sometime um, before Eve, it is safe for us to naturally believe that he was given the details of the vision first. Right. So. <laughs> now again, we're we're talking to implied and and <coughs> to understand scripture, you have to understand certain things are implied and mm-hmm. you have to kind of look at the, te- the text and sometimes understand the uh, certain uh, contextual we'll say uh, allowances that yeah. help you see that apparently we see that Adam was created first uh, and then it scripts up for how once he was put to sleep Eve was created so yeah we we state that Adam was was created first as such he had to have had the vision of God for the earth, the garden and that's why it talks about how God said he placed him in the garden uh, and then allowed him to start naming animals and so in that our our belief is that God had to share the vision with him mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. so because again he was to be that leader to Eve once she comes on board and now once he's the leader we believe that vision was uh, given and passed on to to her uh, from Adam himself. Okay, okay. So, therefore, since he did that, then Eve was supposed to carry it out. Yes, so so they say the wife, or as with Adam, Eve, was a vision administrator. And <clears throat> with Adam receiving the direction from God or vision from God, Eve was to be his help meet. 
and help him to walk that vision out. And that's why they say, you know, an administrator, if you think of somebody who you work with who is an administrator, right. they're, they're helping you to do the tasks that you are instructed. Most of the time, they may be a president. Mm -hmm. And an administrator, that person's helping the president uh, complete those tasks that they have for their business. So same type of concept. The wife is the administrator helping the husband walk the vision out. Okay. So today we're going to kind of put our focus toward acquiring the vision for a marriage. Okay. Um, every marriage, is here stated in your book, every marriage should have a vision for work, for family, for ministry, and for life. And I can say that when we did our vision boards at church. Right. And um, if you didn't know, we've talked about before, we've done vision boards at our, um, at our church starting this year. And on the vision board, that is exactly the, the way that I did mine. It was, you know, where I saw, you know, what in our, in our jobs, um, things about our family as a whole, and our ministry together. So let's talk a little bit about those four different every marriage should have a vision for work family ministry and life yeah you want to start pastor or? <laughs> uh yeah i'll just i'll say it's we, we made we in our research we again felt that um each marriage and each, yeah when we talk about marriage again each marriage has uh different compartments uh in their in their life, in their lifestyle. And so I think the idea is trying to understand that God has given you vision for those different parts of your, your life. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and if, even if he has, you should have vision for that. So uh, the first thing we say is for work, because again, we go back to seeing the original intent or original what, what God did with Adam. And the idea was he, he placed him, like I said, in a garden so that he can begin to name animals. And really, the scripture says he placed him in for him to keep it. And so he becomes a gardener, and then he's also going to name animals. And so he, he gets purpose in that. So that was his work that became his ministry. And then when he gives him a wife and family, he talks about how he should leave and cleave. And, and uh, his, his uh, where her husband should leave and cleave into his wife. We talked last time that meant to be glued to her. So right. he becomes glued to her. Why? Because now he has to have a vision for his family, leaving his parents and become and come now into uh, to to um, understanding how to have a vision for his own personal family. And then again, going back, I'm saying ministry was the fact of how would we serve in the earth? How would we begin to administer life in the earth? And the last one we talk about having a uh, vision for life in general. And we're just saying, how do we plan to conquer? Because again, how do we conquer and, and prosper over life? Because really, if we go back uh, in the, the missions that was uh, initiated for mankind, he was one of the the commands was to, to subdue and to dominate the earth so how do we do that as children of god or god's children or family now family of god how do we 
have vision for those four areas where we can really put those things into place. So if we want, uh, we can talk quickly just what does that mean for work? Work is how we will be productive with the abilities we've been blessed with. Family is how we will raise and care for our family. Ministry is how we will reproduce the image of God while expanding his kingdom in the earth. And life is how do we plan to conquer and prosper over life. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because they all support each other. You can't. Yeah. It does. It's like a whole. It's the different parts of a whole. Right. And, and that's the part uh, we have to keep in mind. There's different parts of our life. And so we have to begin to put those things in perspective and how do we properly approach each one. Right. Um, again, so we can have success. I think the overarching uh, uh, part there is, again, life itself. How do we plan to tackle life or yeah. handle life or really uh, overcome this life that we were given, uh, especially after we become children of God, right. once we come into the faith and we are born into his kingdom. Well, now we are, have been defined as overcomers. And so now how do we overcome this life uh, that we've that been we given? Have. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because God acknowledges our work, our family, our you know, ministry, obviously, and life as a whole. Yeah. He, know, he knew we were going to be going out into the marketplace. And so we're planted out in there. So there's things that we're supposed to be doing as children of God in the marketplace. You know, our family, we're to reproduce. Yeah. Um, you know, right there. He knew we were going to have, you know, it's funny. I always said I wanted 10 kids. Oh, my. And, oh, yeah, five. that's a lot. <laughs> and we have five, so I figure when all of them get married, I get 10. You will. <laughs> so, you know, he knew we were going to reproduce and and. Uh, reproduce life spiritual as well as um, well, natural, natural. So spiritual exactly yeah. so you yeah. know because once man fell away again the 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 we, we we always believe that the original tent of god hasn't changed and so the idea was for us to continue to subdue the earth to multiply in the earth to become productive in the earth to be fruitful and all those different Again, uh, the parts that God spoke to man that he was him, to, to, to the, the marriage, I said to that marriage team that they were supposed to carry out. And as such, uh, when we talk about reproducing the image of God, which we believe was the vision when he talks to the Godhead about creating man in his image, uh, <laughs> I think that was the whole point of that vision was to have man again expand the kingdom of God in the earth as well as reproduce the image of God in the earth and with that being the case then uh, because man fell away he it fell to the, f the point of not just now producing natural children but again we're talking spiritual children right. I think we talked about the, one of the broadcasts before <clears throat> and we're talking about now we're uh, we're commanded to reproduce spiritual children mm -hmm. in the earth as well and so that's the whole point I'll say in the New Testament when Christ tells us to go into the earth making disciples, that's us again bringing people into the earth. We're, we're creating spiritual children right. to be born again. And, and I think that's that whole point, born, being born again. Our whole point is to have people be born again into the kingdom of God. And, and that's the spiritual birth. That I think, again, or the, the spiritual vision that God had for a husband and wife 
What are you two going to do to reproduce spiritual children on behalf of the kingdom of God? And how would you do that? Right. And so that becomes now ministry. That becomes part of that vision and mission and purpose. How do we really reproduce the image of God and expand the kingdom of God in the earth right. as a couple, as a marriage team? As a married couple. And it's, it's interesting because when you, you know, I can minister to women, but if a woman, I'm ministering to a woman and she begins to tell me issues she's having with her husband, it's wonderful that I can say, hey, you know what, why don't we as a couple meet? Mm -hmm. So then my husband can then connect and begin to minister to her husband. And, and I mean, that was God's original intent for married couples. You know, we're reproducing other married couples that are, you know, we wrote the workbook so that they can have guidance and then they can take that and guide discipling, yeah. other couples. So yeah. yeah, it's just, it should continue to, like Pastor's saying, disciple. We should keep reproducing that same success. Mm -hmm. marriage after marriage after marriage and even for the single as they're getting married so i have a question sure um, from one of our our uh <laughs> been one of our many places we can get questions from okay <laughs> um what if you've been married for a period of time um it is there a timetable is there a time clock <laughs> on knowing what the vision for your marriage is i i don't think so because in in this it's just one example i think in different seasons in your marriage mm -hmm. you have you a vision oh, let me see you 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 <laughs> you can build on the vision that god gives you initially in a marriage mm -hmm. So I don't think there I don't think there's a season that expires. I just think that as you're growing and learning, you um, that was my husband slurping. He's slurping. Excuse me. Sorry, sorry about that. I, I'm a train of thought. Hey, we working. <laughs> but I think that you just build on those vision, the vision, and and God uses you as a couple, and you're building that vision. So just ask your question again for me, so I make sure. Because I think you're you're asking, okay, is there a time limit? Time, 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 time clock. Okay. Okay. So let me just. Yeah, I want to make sure again. I understand the question. If Are you you've I been didn't married. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, I would never say that oh, on the radio. Good. <laughs> if you've been married for a period of time yeah. and say you did not follow this process before you got married or even once you've gotten married and been married for a couple of years. So you're far into your marriage now mm -hmm. and um, you've really not done this, but say you want to get started on it. Uh, would you say, um, wouldn't you think at, at some point you, you should know what the vision is? Not like, oh, it's Some, not been revealed yet. Sometimes people have stumbled into some, vi some form, of. Yeah, form of that vision. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of hear what Lenore's saying. So, yeah, I think sometimes people kind of stumble in. It's like. I, I might know that I like doing this and this. I like, okay, let's go, let's talk about, well, just, I'll just use us for example. 
it wasn't as though I was looking to minister, but I found myself ministering. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't find myself being a teacher, but I always found myself teaching. And so we didn't actually, in our original uh, or marriage, getting getting married, that was not like we were sat down to say, hey, this is what we're called to do. We right. were just like everybody else. We didn't do that. Right. So we just found ourselves doing and growing. And I think what happened because we had a desire to know God and to really press into knowing him, uh, he just slowly pulled the cover back off of what those things were we were supposed to be doing. So we were walking in them, but they were not as articulated or gotcha. as right. specific or specified as they are now. So once we really begin to understand this part of our ministry and even understanding having a vision that we needed to have a clear direction of where God was actually taking us, then it became uh, easier for us to understand like, oh, okay, let's That's let's why. write this down. Let's right. go in this direction. Let's uh, encourage other people to do the same thing. Right. And so even when we began our first teaching on this, it was for just a sermon <laughs> that came out and uh, and they weren't even talking about, we weren't even talking about vision at first, it was just other parts of marriage. Uh, and then when we, we were headed, once somebody kind of heard something we said, they wanted us to come and teach in Africa. Well, then we formulated and just started, God just gave us that information to put together to really articulate that uh, concept. And that's how it was driven home, formulated and built from there. And so much so that, um, I mean, this became what it is now, right. where we did write it down, and we felt God wanted us to write this and put it in a book, and blah 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 blah, so forth, so forth and so right. on. So that's why when I, you know, I was saying it initially, it, you, it, it can build upon itself. There's no, you know, I, I think it builds on itself. And just like, you know, we have a couple in the church who, who um, before she got married, this young lady was very busy in the church and loved to serve. And, but she always questioned, you know, is this really what, what I'm supposed to be doing? Well, so, you know, we get busy in doing things and God can work with something that's moving and, and is doing something and her heart was right. And, you know, so he cultivated those things in her. She got married, now her and her husband are actively serving. So they may not have known their vision initially, but as they're working and serving in the kingdom, it just becomes more and more clear okay. and God is building upon it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think most couples, even if you don't feel like, well, we're not doing that. Right. Now, again, we, we have to understand uh, we're still talking Christian principles, mm -hmm. Christian, um, mm -hmm. the, the Christian, I'll say, philosophy and being a part of that. And as such, then uh, there has to be a desire to please God. Right. And so if that couple has that desire to please God to to, to and and they're really what I'm saying in the kingdom right. doing the purposes and trying to understand the will of God right. then they are going to tap into that sooner or later yeah. okay. these 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 tools right here are just again to help again give clear direction mm -hmm. so that it, it cuts out a lot of uh, fluff Question. right, stuff, right. unnecessary 
things that you find yourself tapped into that you didn't have to do or mistakes you don't have to make. Uh, I think I said at one point, it cuts down on a lot of arguments as well because you you have focus on what it is, you, you right. direction and where you're going and there's no struggle in yeah. that. So our vision board is on our refrigerator. So whenever there's an issue, we just it. shut it down <laughs> and we point, point to the vision <laughs> right here. This is where we said. No, but... But yeah, just like you said, you write it down, make it plain. Mm -hmm. Not everybody does that, mm -hmm. and it can still work itself out. But when you do write it down, you have direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So here I see where you have, and we can kind of uh, explore this a little bit more. If a wife's role to, is to help administer the vision, how would she do this effectively? And so knowing that the wife understands that the vision came from God to the husband, that's the first piece. She's submitting to the vision understanding that it is not the will of her husband, but she is trying to please but she's pleasing God. And I think, and I, I have that underlined yes. in my book because I think then the approach would be different. Absolutely. When you look at it that way versus. Uh, Here he come with another directive. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, it's bigger than that. It's right. bigger than the man who, you know, we lay down together and we, we may fight every once in a while or whatever. It's, it's bigger than that. God has uh, so much more for us. And if we can see the big picture, mm -hmm. we don't get caught on the little minutia well and then too i think if a husband is understanding how to lead it's it's not me trying to tell her what to do it's just sharing with her the direction i feel god is is opened up for us i also feel that again it requires us to talk me, right. me and her to to have her input, that, do she feel the same thing? Mm. Right. Because it does no good if I can communicate the vision and she's like, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> right. You know, versus, oh, I didn't know. Let me let me pray about that too. Because again, it's a team effort. It's right. not about just me telling her this is what you need to do or this is the way I feel like God is leading us. You need to get on board. Right. It's it's not that if I understand relationship, I always try to refer people back to understanding how do I want God to talk to me? Right. It, do I want him bossing me around and and uh, being nasty to me, treating me like I'm just a secondhand citizen, third rate country? You know what I'm saying? Or do I really want him to communicate lovingly to me right. so that right. I get it. And so if that's the way I want him to talk to me, then I should do the same thing. Right. Let me approach the situation from uh, a God perspective, from a perspective of love and concern and to lead with, with love so that again, we both get this, we wanna get it and we wanna move ahead because right. it's not me bossing my wife around. And I think again, that's, where a lot of men miss it because they feel they're called to boss and not lead. And leading simply means I'm walking in a direction and she willfully wishes wishes to follow me. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in, in a part of this, you know, we talked about the woman being the helper. 
and just like the Holy Spirit is the counselor, the advocate, um, covers us. And a part right here, it says, a wife must recognize the insufficiencies of her husband and move to cover where he lacks. And I think that is awesome. It's like this tactic gives a clearer meaning to the passage of how love covers a multitude of faults. Right. Although my husband may lack in an area, I don't want that exposed, but I want it to be covered. Right. I want him to, you know, what we're doing succeed. So I think that's that's another piece where the wife comes in. She must also be ready to receive and respond to the vision. The design of a woman is very unique, we know. Um, we are designed <laughs> to respond to a need. Uh, God created the woman. She was to facilitate the help needed by man in fulfilling the vision entrusted to him from God. As the man communicates it, as Pastor said, the vision, she responds to that. And so the two together make that vision come to pass. Yeah. You know what I think is really neat, even though I know you guys, you know us. I know you. Know you very oh. well. Oh. But you're supposed to act like you don't know us. Um, I thought at first I was trying to do that, but it's very difficult. Anyway, our kids don't understand why we're doing that anyway. Right. But and you and you guys talking and going through. I mean, you you are talking this. You live this because you totally said you. You should stop taking my thoughts and my questions because you just started talking <laughs> and I can't get to my question. But I was going to say I had it. That was the next thing was in order to operate as a team communication. Yeah. Oh. You have to be you have to yeah. communication going to be about 10, 20 shows. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. But you have to communicate. Yes. Yeah, it's essential. Yeah, uh, it's it's. It's one of the most, I think, important features of a marriage is communication. I know most people say it. It's funny. I have sometimes I have couples and I was in counseling, and I'm saying, so what? Well, you could hear the ones who say, "Oh, our best aspect is, is communication," and then when you see them, they never communicate <laughs> <laughs> because communication. And usually, I don't say anything because. Again, as long as we've been married, communication still is a struggle for us. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, we we have to sometimes stop and force ourselves to go, low. let's come back and talk to about this. Let's right. come back and remember this. And uh, so when younger couples tell me that, oh, communication is our best asset. No. No, they don't. Right. It's, they probably just talking about sex. Yeah. Because they're ready to get, you and know. Money. But once they get married. Right. It's a whole different mm -hmm. thing. Absolutely. Because communication now is really essential and difficult. And I think a man's, uh, it's natural for a man to just shut down. If yeah. he feels offended. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a natural for a woman to want to give all the details and want to hear all the details. Exactly. And men are not detail-oriented. Yeah. You're well, straight just, to right. the point. We just want to hear what yeah. you got to say quickly. Get it but over sometimes with. the in-between, the um, 1A, the 2A, the 3A, is just as important as the A and the B. Oh, I'm not saying that but it's most not. most men don't want to hear all that in-between. Most between. men don't right. because you know? we just want to hear, right. you know. The A and the B. If you say, like, I was in an accident, I'm like, oh, wow. You know, if we say what happened, we just want to hear, well, I drove to the light or I was sitting in the light, this car came and hit me. But versus, what do you hear? What do right. you hear? Oh, well, what I hear is like, wah, 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 yeah. wah, 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 You know wah, what? Wah, I was wah, going wah, to bring that up <laughs> at first. Or apparently I'm still considered that. 
Oh, really? Uh, Charlie Brown. Off Charlie Brown, right. <laughs> and, and his mama sometimes. That's why he said we're constantly working on our communication. Because he actually hears a word every once in a while. Ralph. Ralph. Man, that is across the board. It's challenging. Okay. <laughs> so we're, uh, hey guys, we thank you so much for joining us today. And if you like more information about this ministry, you can visit. Um, the website at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com and you can also leave us a comment on the contact us uh, tab and also soon we will be having podcasts and we will refer you to those when we do get them and in this Christmas time we're going to have some type of get together holiday, holiday party is what it's Woo-hoo. called so we want to thank marriage you team marriage party. team yeah. holiday party you get to meet Dr. Ralph Godfrey and Pastor Lenore Godfrey Yay. so thank you for listening thank you Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team program. To contact us by email, you can reach us at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Again, that's www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. To call us, you can reach us at 513-561-5120. Again, that's 513-561-5120. If you are interested in attending our Sunday morning worship service, our location is 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Again, that's 4836 Ward Street, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45227. Our Sunday morning services are held at 10 o'clock a.m. Thank you again for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program.